go to your fridge to get some some ham in the middle of the night. That's a great cold open. <laughs> <laughs> That's a rubbish cold open. <laughs> it's too late. That's what we're doing now. Mark it. Print it. <laughs> Ship it. <laughs> Sixteen series two, anyway, of the Electronic Wireless Show podcast. <laughs> it's up to a great start. I'd love if Game of Thrones had been annotated that casually. <laughs> Season R five, I guess. Probably. <laughs> What's the Dragon Woman doing? <laughs> of the Electronic Wireless Show podcast. Uh, this is Rock Paper Shotgun's PC Gaming podcast, and the only podcast you need, in my opinion, which is that of Alice Bell, and I'm joined. As ever, by Nate Coldham Crowley. <laughs> oh, Wooga. <laughs> it's, it's like a, we slipped into a very nearby parallel dimension where we're shock jocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! And, and James, I can't think of a good, it'll be like, James the Dog Archer. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> and then there'd be like loads of barking. I can't think of a good shock jock nickname for you. Uh, Nate, do you, have, do you have dogs on your on your soundboard? <laughs> the soundboard is it, is it just, is it just horns? I lock it away most of the time. I let myself use the terrible power like once every six months, but it's under lock and key. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, hello, everyone. Um, we're this week going to talk about Zelda in just a naked play to get your attention and juice some SEO. <laughs> That's what we're doing. What about that, James... Death March Archer, and he's got like a sort of a a soldier vibe. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's, it's, all, it's all I can think of. That's a bit high fantasy for Shock Shock Radio, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Too much Warhammer Forty Thousand and not enough play <laughs> makes Nate a fucking weird boy. <laughs> we should. We should. Do you know what? I. I I wish Warhammer 40k was commentated like that. That would be great. <laughs> and here's Angron. He's been training all season. Very big hands. Enormous hands, Larry. <laughs> Just look at those horns on his head. You don't get those uh, in amateur play. No, you, you certainly don't. Oh, and look, he's torn the head right off that dark angel. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, where were we? Zelda? Uh, yeah, or, well, we, well, I mean, I was going to say, traditionally, we ask how everyone's doing, but I would, it seems not well. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> I'm feeling quite manic as well. James, how are you? Are you the adult this time? Uh, I am actually. Uh, I've, I'm on a little home improvement bender uh, at the moment. Oh, this uh, sounds I've... reasonable. Please talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah I've, I've got a riddle over old boxes. Uh, I've given to a neighbour a gaming chair that I haven't actually sat on in months. Uh, I repotted, I think, five houseplants the other day. And last night I built a flat pack wooden stool. So I, yeah, oh I currently goodness. feel very productive and competent in a way that only successfully wielding an Allen key can make one feel. <laughs> Man, you are hard carrying this team on normalcy right now. <laughs> <laughs> Building flat pack, that is, well, that's powerful respect. That what is, was the yeah, that might be. I was just a, just a little stool. I was hoping you were going to set like a big Kallax or something. I love a Kallax. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do I do have a I do I do have a Calyx, but I I, I kind of want to get rid of it. It's a bit. Uh, I got the black one, which it was kind of like fine when I was a bit younger and liked, you know. Oh yeah, this this looks black. This this would be cool. Uh, My theory a, is that the Calyx is to your thirties as the Billy bookcase is to your twenties. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, elaborate. Like. <laughs> Everyone, everyone's first flats had a Billy bookcase, and then like everyone in their mid thirties acquires a Calyx. It's like the next level of ubiquity, I reckon. What's okay. the forties then? Ah, uh, caskets. Um, I don't know. I'll uh. discover <laughs> in a year. Um, I'll, I'll let you know when I breach that that Rubicon. I'm looking forward to getting like nice, a uh, wingback chair. Oh yeah, and then sit in. Oh yeah, I did up, actually take up smoking. I got one of those reclino lords. You know, when oh, you okay. press the button and it goes like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like like the dentist, but you're relaxing instead of getting stressed. <laughs> Very good. Like a uh, lot of noises this time. I'm enjoying that. That'd be good. <laughs> Keep that going. It's the soundboard. Lot of, lot of sound. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Using only the soundboard God gave you, you know? <laughs> God's soundboard. The human mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, stop the podcast with Pete. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it'd be good if Ikea did other stuff as well. I quite like like an Ikea fort. They do crayfish. Like a flat... They do flatback crayfish. Well, no, no, they don't <laughs> smash them in a <laughs> hydraulic press. <laughs> but at least, as I remember, they used, used to sell big plastic bags of them in the freezer section. Oh, my God. They might have stopped. I didn't it know was, that. It was probably very commercially unsuccessful, but yeah, I love yeah. it. Like, who's, who's going there and being like, should we get a bag of crayfish while we're here? <laughs> Me, I was... Just me. <laughs> I yeah no I'd like like a flat pack fort that you could just throw up because I mean housing prices being what they are. That's such a just Roman like a, idea, Alice. Th thanks. I assume that means you approve of it. Well, it is, isn't it? You can, you can imagine, you know, a legatus would love a flat pack fort when like occupying Sicily or whatever. 
Oh, they'd love an IKEA, wouldn't they? This is what I'm saying. Yeah, like standardization and like rapid ergonomic assembly. That's like the stuff that triumvirental boners are made of. The Romans loved a bit of efficiency. Do you know what uh, one of the you know the the idea of like building things by putting stuff on other stuff? Oh, nice! Uh, you know you nice. can. You can, oh. you can do that. Thank you. <laughs> in, in Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. All right, lads. Yeah, new Zelda game came out this week. Just stick that I, in your pipe. Are you both big Zelda yeah, fans? I'm I'm not at all, no. Uh, oh no. Alright. <laughs> oh dear. This is going right. well. This is, this is, this is good the start. real black freighter of uh, EWS episodes. <laughs> Have you really ne- like not played as Elder ever? No, they completely leave me cold. I remember playing yeah, a good. bit of um Twilight Princess. On my friend's Wii sometime in primary school. That was, I think, that was the one where you transform into a wolf, right? Twilight Princess? Yes. Yes. I played a bit of, I played a bit of that. And that's kind of the sum total of my first hand Zelda Legend of experience. Do you know how there's like Golden Age Disney and then there's like, you know, Silver Age or whatever? I'd say like, Twilight Princess is maybe a Silver Age one, and there's a Skyward Sword as well, which is where you fly around a lot. Like they're not bad; they're just um, I don't know, didn't lodge themselves quite as hard in, in the imagination, I don't think. Yeah. But um, Are but there yeah, any d- true stinkers the... in the series. Um, I don't think so. You know. Okay, so it's, they're all like they're dependable. Good. Yes, absolutely, and some of them are very good. Obviously, um. My Zelda game would would be um, the the one everyone loves, the Ocarina of Time, which is the N sixty four one, where you have a little, I think you have an ocarina, you know, the little flute. Um, yeah, yeah, and you can play songs on it that make your horse come to you. <laughs> oh no, hang on! I might have played a Zelda game because Ooh. I remember. I really briefly had a suit. So, one of the reasons I've never played a Zelda game, I was like a diehard child soldier in the console wars in the sort of Super Nintendo yeah. Genesis Mega Drive era. But I did have a Super Nintendo for about six months because it was a friend's semi busted one. And I rented a game and it was sort of mm-hmm. a side scroller. And I remember it had an ocarina and I couldn't really figure out what to do with it. But what are the odds? That I that don't was a think there's a. Game? A side scrolling. No, Might Ocarina was. Because uh, mm. Ocar- Ocar- Ocarina, Ocarina of Ocarina Time was definitely three D. Yeah, was it? Yeah. Uh, I'm just thinking there... if they often riff on the concept of ocarinas, maybe. Yeah, did like the previous Zelda games have ocarinas, and then it wasn't until Ocarina of Time they were like, okay, this is this is a, this is going to be the big thing. The ocarina is the start. We're going, we're going really hard on the ocarina this time, guys. <laughs> going Listen, full oc. 
Listeners, have I played a Zelda game? <laughs> you be the judge. <laughs> you can email us on podcast at realpapershotgun.com to let us know if Nate has played a Zelda game. <laughs> Imagine a villain I... called Doc Ock and you think he's going to be like the Spider-Man guy, but actually he just plays <laughs> a pleasant traditional flute. <laughs> I saw a guy busking with an ocarina in town the other day. I went into town and he was playing Zelda Ocarina of Time songs. He played like Epona's song and uh, he was wearing kind of a cape. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know if he's doing it for money or just recreationally, you know. Well, I hope you I made quite... it through the water temple all right. Indeed. That was, that was a level, wasn't it, in Ocarina of Time? <laughs> that was. That Well, most of them have some kind of watery thing. Um they have, you know, their puzzle dungeons and stuff. But, uh, yeah, the new one, uh, Tears of the Kingdom, has come out. And that's interesting because uh, it sort of is bringing back some of Skyward Sword vibes. It won't mean anything to either of you two. But um, it's Well, it's we got... know it's got flying around in it. Does that mean there's flying yes. around in this one? Yeah, there's flying around in it. And you can build things. Uh, you might like it. Like, hmm. you get the power to, like, pick up stuff and stick it to other stuff. And people have built spaceships, kind of. They've built cars. Someone posted a video on Twitter of themselves um, basically saying, like, what do I care about saving Zelda? I've got a, <laughs> a load of oak that needs to be in, you know, <laughs> Arkansas by tomorrow or I'm fired. And they've just built, like, a little truck. <laughs> well, that's lovely. That they load up with logs. Is it another open-world job like Breath of the Wild? It is, and it is... Fucking massive! It's too big. I can't even tell you how big it is. You know um, those interesting YouTube videos which compare the sizes of game worlds. You ever seen those? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the way like overlay maps. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you're really surprised by how big some of them are. Is this one of those ones where it's just like shockingly, yes. devastatingly massive? Yes. Yeah, because it's one of those ones where like the first area is like the first game's map you know right gotcha yeah it's so big and there's the yeah there's the floaty bit and there's an underground dungeony bit um it's also quite weird i don't remember the first like i say the first one i don't remember breath of the wild being weird in the same way that this one is (laughs) like you get loads of little weird side quests about like people in villages who disagree on how to run the village and are like stealing each other's organic mushrooms and stuff uh i don't know it's very strange also obviously all the npcs make uncomfortably orgasmic noises uh when you speak to them oh no that's just like a zelda thing now at this point they're just kind of like you'll talk to a woman and what she'll say is please like the text will read please give one of these each to the women around the town or whatever like she's asking you to give out apples or whatever and then the noise she makes is like, <laughs> So, like, what, what's the appeal of the setting in Zelda? Because I, I get it that the games are dependably decent, but, like... Yeah. I'm, all I know about the lore is there's a very important triangle. There's a sort of a pig called Gammon Dwarf, who's sometimes the moon, sometimes <laughs> a man, never a yeah. dwarf. Um, never a dwarf. Zelda is actually a lady, um, not yes. Link, who is an elf, yep. and is Very the main good. man, and mm-hmm. he has a sword and a shield, 
and he wants the triangle. And there are various sort of, sort of spirits um, who are sort of quasi-like sort of vague figures from Japanese mythology. Yes, correct. Um, so in, in these ones, I think the Triforce isn't really a thing anymore. Um, but it's still, you know, triangles and stuff feature in the motifs a lot. Um, in this one, it's still Gammondorf, um is kind of exerting bad influence and you have to beat three bosses and then something else will happen kind of thing in big fights in dungeons um it's yeah it's a i don't know people just like it i think it's more about the kind of childlike sense of wonder i mean this is basically it's for nintendo adults like it says it's a 12 but it's kind of i think too complicated for a 12 year old child to properly get to grips with it's for people who who are our age who played Nintendo uh, and Zelda like when they were kids, basically. And huh. now, you know, Nintendo adults is like the boy version of Disney adults. <laughs> that's it, kind of... In, it, that's, oh, sorry. Sorry, Nate. You go. No, I was just saying, I mean, it, it's had a huge launch, hasn't it? The people are messianic about it. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think it's it seems good. I, <laughs> you know... I don't want, I don't want to be a dick about it, but it is it's it's a classic sequel though it's sequelitis it's like the first game but more yeah um you know and the the building stuff is quite good though because you can do it with everything Nate I think you might it might that might appeal to you like you can have a shield and then you can just stick another shield on it or oh, oh, um, really and will that be functional then yeah and it'll be like double shield um or you can have like a spear and then attach a giant rock to the end of the spear so you've got like a giant kind of hammer <laughs> a spear hammer 40,000 yeah it does sound pretty good yeah what were you yeah. gonna say James uh no I was, I was gonna say how um the fact that they're making it isn't for what I was called Nintendo adults it's kind of interesting that's the opposite of um what Pokemon is kind of doing because that seems to be yeah. sticking very hard with the it's for kids kind of thing um, mm. I've, I've not I've not played the most recent one, but definitely like Sword and Shield was very kid friendly. I know I, I you know there are a lot of people kind of my age who did grow up with Pokemon who played that and thought, wow, this is, this is like this is baby shit. <laughs> um, have, have we had pretty much an unbroken run of generations who have grown up with Pokemon since the original Pokemon Red and Blue? Now, I guess, uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that was like. Was 19, there ever a point 19... where it wasn't popular? Um, I don't know Not... how popular it is now. I don't know how like ubiquitous it is. I should say. Um, I think there have been because like there have been like ups and downs of how it's. I guess the enthusiasm of the reception, but mm. not necessarily like general popularity. I suppose it's because, like, because um... again, like a lot of it is just for kids, and they. They care not for meta scores or discourse. Yeah. I mean, there was the heady summer of Pokemon Go as well. That was oh, bananas. Yeah. That was like like the reverse pandemic, wasn't it? Like everyone went outside. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very, yeah, very odd yeah. time. And I spoke to um, 
Jordan Wiseman, who is basically the guy who invented ARGs, and they're like a form of marketing. Like it was done because they were going to make a huge series of uh, games based on the movie AI, but um, really, yeah, which they never did. But like him and his team at Microsoft were like, nobody knows what this is, and we have to build like a bigger world from it. So there was a huge like AI ARG was the first one ever, and they never made the games. But he said like. Um, and they did the famous one for Halo as well. I love bees. Oh, he yeah. said like they did, they did so much research into like you know because I love bees involved people answering payphones. They did so much research in like where the payphones were to make sure they weren't anywhere like a bit sketch, um, uh, or like you know where they were sending people to make sure it wasn't like making them walk across a dangerous highway and stuff. And he was really mad about well, not really mad, but he was like Pokemon Go doesn't do any of that. Like he's sending people into fucking you know, lakes, and like, <laughs> uh, you know, just across motorways and stuff. Were there any cases of people getting beasted as a result of Pokemon Go? I don't know getting beasted, but it was, it, it just, it just kind of maps stuff, you know. There was definitely potential Slightly for randomly. Yeah. I suppose yeah. it just didn't last that long as a craze, did it? No, well, it's still going. It's just not as, you know, everyone everywhere all at once doing it. Um, but yeah, um, back to Zelda. Then this Zelda was a little bit of a mare for um, Nintendo, not in the sense that it hasn't sold really well. It has, but it was leaked quite a few days before it launched on piracy websites. So those people were downloading it um, via links on you know websites like 4chan, um, as we will link to a story on uh, PC Gamer talking about it, and um, they had to like just play whack-a-mole with streamers who were streaming an illegal oh. version of Tears, Tears of the Kingdom. Um, now it's out. There is a race to emulate it on PC as well. Um, but the emulators had trouble with the leaks as well because you're kind of... Nintendo were kind of a bit better about it these days, but um, they obviously don't l- like people emulating the games. Um, and so they're kind of quote-unquote legit emulators say they only do it with legally sourced you know copies of it i mean i don't really care but um but they so they had to ban talking about uh tears of the kingdom before it came out just so nobody was talking about you know working on an illegal version of it it sounds their discords i should say not just in general I should probably confess, the first time I heard the game mentioned, I did think it was called Tis the Kingdom. Tis the Kingdom? <laughs> I thought that was a great name. Um, I, I then saw it written down and was immediately disillusioned. But Tis no, the Kingdom sorry. would be good. How can a person create an emulation of a game that quickly? Who are these machine minds? They sort of work together, I think. and They, um, they work in groups and they help each other out it's quite impressive it's like modders you know there just are doing so it for many the good wizards. of mankind so many wizards yeah G- video game wizards do you guys ag- um, yeah. do you guys agree with the notion that people shouldn't talk about emulation in public lest it lest it bring the wrath of you know the companies down upon it um yes and no um I think there are ways to do it, but at the same time, there's a little bit of like, 
uh, <laughs> you know, he knew the risks, but, um, uh, I don't know, really. I think it's a sort of play it by ear, case by case thing for me, um, depending on the, the circumstances and like the, the emulation itself and stuff, but it's a big community. Like you can't pretend it doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've always seen the role of emulators as being to resurrect really shit old consoles. Like that um, stuff, I think, yeah, that's pretty unambiguously awesome, right? Like, Yeah, and that's, that, that's always been the magic for me. The idea of like emulating... I, I don't know. It just comes back to this position where I'm not quite sure whether I'm, I'm, I'm jaded or just maybe more mature than I used to be and that I'm just okay with the number of games I have access to. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> it's just there's already an infinite number. So um, many, yeah. I could get an infinite amount of pleasure from the ones I already own, and yeah, I'm just that not not that hungry for yeah. new experiences. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, fair enough. Um, if neither of you are Zelda heads, are there any sort of Zelda likes? You know, like Tunic. That you think are good. Oh, I. That's a good, I, good question. I What's wanted to like yeah. Tunic more than I did. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's a very like clever, clever idea, and it you know it looks fun and it's you know re reasonably fun enough to play. But yeah, I don't know. Like, it, I just kind of bounced off it, I guess. I really like the presentation of it, um, and the little fox. But I just yeah didn't didn't get on with the something about the timing of the combat I think I didn't quite get on with. Yeah. Um, Is would, yeah. would Death's Door be sufficiently Zelda-ish? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I'll allow it. It is very good. Yeah. What what are we calling a Zelda like? I I, I was going to ask that actually. Yeah. That's a good question, isn't it? Well, we've got a list on rockpapershotgun.com. <laughs> Wow, uh, which I, I will link to <laughs> if the, link as to, we record yeah. this, as we record this, the website is down, so I can't actually look at the the article to <laughs> confirm what things we say as elder likes. Hang on, actually, I'll do you know what I'll do? I'll go in the back end. Hang on, that's don't don't clip that and post it like I'm being a pervert. That's what we say when we access <laughs> the content management system. How is the LCMS? Uh, I ask like it's a friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's changed quite a lot since your day, I think. Got really? all new stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to do to uh Okay, nine best games like Zelda. Let's have a look. Doom. We've got yeah, Tunic. <laughs> yeah. Uh it it it's games that kind of I don't know. Action-packed dungeons, puzzles. Uh, oh, like Age of Empires 2. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As we've got Tunic, obviously, which is the game about... It's a rogue-like... Rogue-ish. Um, is Skyrim it's about a little fox. Like? Probably. Uh, That's Akami. got dungeons and puzzles and treasure. Darksiders 2, Definitive Edition. Yeah, Lenny's Inception. Nobody saves the world. Oh, I've heard of that one. <laughs> I've heard of that one. 
<laughs> oh, Minit. Minit is great. Authority on PC gaming. <laughs> <laughs> We've just got this yeah. cavernous blind spot here. <laughs> I know. Elden Ring. We've all heard of Elden Ring, right? Yeah. That kind of works as <laughs> his elder like. Yeah, I suppose Gamondorf is always stitching people onto himself. Yeah, sure. That's what the guy in Elden Ring does, right? Right? Yes. <laughs> okay, I, you'd, yeah. you'd like all the hideous flesh mounds in Elden Ring, Nate, I think. Yeah, um, I, might, um, I might give it the old watch arenos. <laughs> the old tuberoonies. There's no way I'll the ever sink the time into playing that myself. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose it is difficult to define what a Zelda like is, really, because it, it has yeah. changed a lot. I'd be, I'd, be curious, I'd be curious if anyone can, like, I don't know, write one and send it to us, maybe. Because obviously we're not the... Evidently we're not the people to think one up, but... It, yeah. Yeah, because they're, like... Another, another thing with Zelda is, like... They're all, each one is, like, significantly different to the next mm. one. Um, which is, like, super... I can't think of any other game series except Final Fantasy that are like that. Well, this is what confuses me. But at the same, the but at the same time, they're all like they—they all seem to be like extremely well liked, um, and evidently there's like something core about the—I don't know—how it plays or like the fancy behind it that is significantly compelling enough to build to be able to build like however many kind of different games around it. This um. This is not in any way a snobbish comment. It's completely sincere. Is is it that they've just made like an extremely well finessed lowest common denominator? Like, because that is a skill in itself. Because it seems that the fantasy behind it is very sort of, you know, pleasantly asinine and generic and fun and, you know, has its heart in the right place and stuff, but it isn't doing anything. It isn't doing anything that anything else isn't doing. Yeah. Yeah. So is it just like a really nice vanilla ice cream? Is is that maybe I, the appeal I'm missing? Maybe, yeah. It, I mean, it, that's the thing. It is very good. Like, it's a Nintendo game. Like, it's super high quality. Like, it works. So nothing is broken in it, you know, despite the fact it has all these weird... Especially now, it has these weird systems. But it... The, you know, I've not seen it bug or, or glitch or anything. It just works very well. It's super well put together. Yeah, because that's actually the prestige element of Nintendo games I always forget because I didn't grow up on them. Like, they are just famously solid, aren't they? Mm, and they hold their value as well, which is a pisser. But, like, they're, they're, like Zelda will always be, like, 70 quid <laughs> for all huh. time. Really? Yeah. They, they don't go down very much in price at all. This yeah. Honestly, this is really, really weird thinking about it. I've ne never bought a Nintendo game. Like, I just don't... I don't have the instinct for that. It's really interesting. Well, you have to kind of be in because you have to buy a hole at the console. So whereas the other consoles, are, you know, there's a lot of cross-play and stuff. Nintendo is still quite siloed off, especially for their first-party things. So it's cool. it's a kind of bit more of an investment, isn't it? You know. I think I just got culturally interested in Nintendo. Thanks, lads. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Do you know what? Here's another little factoid uh, that I can introduce them I interest you so Nintendo was founded actually a very long time ago uh, initially as a, a card company like a playing card company 
and uh, the overlap is such that Dracula could have gone to buy some <laughs> Nintendo cards. <laughs> you like that? Dracula. Always loved Dracula, you know that. Hang on, you know that overlap I talked about where a samurai could have sent a fax? Yeah. Could a, Was the overlap such that a samurai could have faxed Dracula his collection <laughs> of Nintendo cards? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, I was missing this one. Maybe. Got to catch them all. <laughs> we'll have to confirm that one. <laughs> Historians listening, can you confirm what a Zelda like is, whether I've played one, and whether a samurai could have faxed Dracula a pack of Nintendo cards? <laughs> oh dear. Uh, well, since this podcast is gradually becoming a list of tasks. <laughs> Challenge Annika, but for the for the listener. All right. Do you know what? Since neither of ye have played Zelda, maybe we should talk about what we have been playing. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry, Alice. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this week that isn't Zelda Edge of Empires 2 <laughs> oh for god's sake well there is a new DLC out and it's got Romans in so you know yeah. what, what was I meant to do Alice <laughs> oh. oh dear is it good are the Romans good yeah um they're, they're good. Uh, they're probably a bit overpowered, but a lot of things are at launch. I will save you that, though, because I've also um, I've finally been able to tuck into Darkest Dungeon 2, because that's a ah. thing now. Oh, yeah, yeah. you said you were eyeing it up. Yeah, because I adored the original, even though, as we, we said last time, like I never actually got past the mid-game because it was so grindingly slow. Uh, this one looks grindingly slow. Um, yeah. But... <laughs> I don't know, man. It's so, it's bleak. It's dreary. It's Mike Mignolery. There's, you know, all, it, it's got grim characters fighting grim monsters. It's horribly hard. The RNG is going to have people crying for centuries. I really like it. <laughs> <laughs> Just want a dark time, and it, yeah. <laughs> it's good yeah. at it. Don't really care about winning the game, you know. Just want to see some rats get stabbed in the dark. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> of a dungeon. <laughs> no, it's cool because this one's like a, a road trip, which I like. Maybe it's a Zelda like. Do you know what? Let's say it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great, James. What have you been playing this week? Uh, so this week I broke my self-imposed Apex Legends ban. Uh, which I set myself last year um, on account of me playing it maybe a bit too much and <laughs> maybe having me mistaking stress for fun. <laughs> uh, but I, ca I came back to it basically because I needed to test the spatio spatial audio capabilities of a headset and Apex is really, really good for that. Okay. Uh, so I, bo I booted up thinking, oh, I'll just have a quick game, then move on to something else uh, that doesn't piss me off so much. Uh, and then something like 40 minutes later, I'd come like third and second in successive matches, hands shaking, wow. stood, stood up and said, literally said to myself out loud, that was fun, I should play this more often. <laughs> 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 uh, 
So now I'm torn because I, I still think if I keep playing it, I will descend back into the depths of sweaty, sweaty tryharding. Um, do you find no... you, you get your eight legs back quite quickly after time away, or, or does it take you a long time to get your hand back in? Uh, in in this particular instance, it would probably take me a few games just because I've 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 missed the last two seasonal updates, um, right. which didn't like fundamentally change anything, but added some added some new stuff and changed around. You know, minor things, so I need to kind of get back up to speed on that. Um, yeah, I, oh, I, I'm, I'm scared of what I'll become if I keep playing Apex Legends. But at the same time, it's like I have this game that I enjoy right there, installed and playable. Why, why deny myself that? Who's your main? Uh, Ash or Horizon? Can I have two? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, Horizon's really cool. Yeah. I, like, I basically, I basically I like um, playing as them. Yeah, I, I basically play, I play trios, but by myself, um, because I find, uh, play, playing playing with teammates um, is, yeah, adds to adds to the stress, um, and I can play a bit more like stealthy and ratty by myself, um, and those those two characters are particularly good for that. Um, they've got good, you know escapes or things you can abilities you can throw down if you're being chased and you want to like hold people off like, I like away. playing as Revenant because he's a Necron <laughs> <laughs> and my favourite thing to do is jet down next to people and just start punching them as soon as we hit the ground to freak them out because suddenly there's a Necron attacking you, what are you going to do? So it's always fun to start with some fisticuffs which I do very well uh, oh, um, you'd be a good, you'd be a good um, Apex streamer, mate. Thanks. I would like going, to play some more. Going for the hot drops. Oh I'd yeah, that's it. I'd offer to play with you, but I'm an arsehole when I play Apex, so uh, we won't. Oh yeah, and I'd just be like really? fucking Radagast off the Hobbit, just wandering around bird shit in my hair, marvelling at nature. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want me on side. <laughs> Unless you're willing uh, to learn worm protocol. That's story for time. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if I can talk about the things I've been playing this week, you know. Because yeah. um, they're, they're under embargo. I've been playing uh, a good puzzle horror game. And uh, I will be playing a game where you click a lot. And... <laughs> Alice just Starcraft utterly no-selling the fact she's playing Half-Life 3. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I am the only one. I'm, I've been given Half-Life 3 from Gaben's <laughs> lovely soft hands himself. Um, <laughs> but I... <laughs> I so, I sorry, know, I had I just... a really lucid mental image of that. I just, I just imagine he has, like, you know, baby soft little paws... You know, yeah, <laughs> like like a cherub's hands. Yeah, <laughs> like scented kind of, with sandalwood. Yeah, and like kind of like damp, but not like clammy damp, like moisturized damp. <laughs> yeah, like baptismal font damp. Yeah, the baby vibes. 
Getting big boss baby vibes from this one. <laughs> I, I do get a gentle giant vibe from, from Gabe. <laughs> yeah. I, have, I, have a, I, have, I have a screenshot on my PC of when I did a, uh, a video call interview with him. and he's making, I'm holding up my cat and Gabe's making like an ooh face. <laughs> uh yeah so i can't i can't talk about what i've been playing really um apart from zelda but we've already talked about that so who cares i've only played a little bit of it though. um have you have you yeah. built any fun contraptions no i'm not good enough i can never be i can never be fucking asked to get good enough at doing stuff like that in games do you know, like in Fallout, some people got really good at building the little shelters and stuff. And I was just like, there's a box. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you know. that, that was tedious. Although, that, like, again, I haven't played it, but the the, the crafting and construction stuff in Tears of the Kingdom reminds me a lot of um, building like cursed physics experiments in Gary's Mod. Okay. Oh, can, yeah. Like, you know, weld, just welding thrusters to crates and then standing on top of them and activating them to see what happens. <laughs> oh, do you remember our Space Engineers game? I do, that was ridiculous. <laughs> I'll, link, I'll link to that in the comments, but for a few weeks we played Space Engineers together with the goal of being to mine X amount of stuff. Uh, uh, and we just completely <laughs> failed at that and then didn't play for a while and then we came back and Nate had... <laughs> <laughs> oh no it wasn't it was our robot our friendly robot <laughs> guide <laughs> had changed everything and it was all post-apocalyptic and he'd, he'd made posters with like weird poetry on the walls <laughs> and we were living in a recreation of the giant mechanical spider made by Dr. Loveless at the end of World World West <laughs> <laughs> and then we and then and then and then Matt who was so and it was really funny because we decided each other roles and we all started like calling each other those names like the wizards <laughs> in Terry Pratchett's books. <laughs> was my head so, of security? Yeah. So he, he was security, and 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 Matt was I think Matt was science, and and science went off on his own and became a supervillain. <laughs> That's the reason why, to this day, the RPS Steam account is called the Anteater. Is it? Yes. There you go, inside <laughs> baseball. Oh, that was good. I mean, there's a really good clip from the end, because in the end we managed to, like, get the, uh, the spider to, like, leave orbit. But Matt... <laughs> Matt pushed off Nate, or like Nate fell, and then Matt like dove after him, and then I was just left with no way to slow the sh the spider down, just <laughs> <laughs> drifting like her off of gravity. Oh <sighs> god, I'd forgotten that. That's not funny to anyone else listening to this because they weren't part of it. But I'll link to it anyway. <laughs> the mental, the mental image funny. is funny. Huh. <laughs> Um, let's move on to a, a good day to wear hard. What's going on in hardware, James? Uh, well, I do want to spend this week's a good day to wear hard talking about my impressions of the Asus ROG Ally, uh, which has a price on real estate, by the way. It's out on June the 13th and costs £699 slash dollars. But I don't want to sound bitter, but we were pretty <laughs> much the only site that didn't get one for review last week. Wow. 
Yeah. Um, so I'm I am ally allyless. I'm devoid of allies. Oh no. Um, yeah. Uh, despite this, you know, betrayal, uh, I'm still quite interested in it, especially how it feels to just use Windows 11 with thumbsticks and a touchscreen, because. I don't know, have either of you ever used Windows on a touchscreen, like a tablet or something? No. It's not great. I wouldn't have thought it, so, no. <laughs> um, especially if you're like me and you have giant silverback gorilla fingers. Not um, like Gabe's tiny baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, ha- I have read a few um, Ally reviews that say it's not super intuitive, um, whereas on the Steam Deck it's got this completely purpose-built OS and UI um, and so that kind of hurts the experience on the Ally uh, which would be ironic because half the point of it is that it you know it uses Windows so avoids the game compatibility issues that Steam OS has so yeah um, I mean to, to, to back up any of this speculation with actual opinions would require um, Asus please send me an Ally for God's sake um, Where was Asus when Gondor called for aid? <laughs> they were giving all their allies to <laughs> PC games then. <laughs> Tech Raider. Um, but yeah, uh, cheap, cheap and I expected. Um, out relatively soon. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Um, so, I'd- so, so all the other cowboys are sitting around eating beans. And your <laughs> <laughs> and your beans at the campfire. <laughs> I've been I've been told that beans might be might be coming like at the end of this week. Uh, <laughs> but by that point, by that point, people you know people will have lost interest in discussing the taste of beans. They'll have moved on out yeah. west. Yeah, they've moved to I don't know grits. <laughs> 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 Uh, oh. yeah, one other thing um, reports out of China suggest that NVIDIA is no longer supplying GeForce RTX 3060 Ti chips to graphics card manufacturers which is basically end of life in spirit if not in letter uh, this is almost Ooh. certainly because they're about to launch a replacement mm. which is most likely the RTX 4060 Ti uh, but I did want to eu- eulogize the 3060 Ti for a bit because it had a hard life by graphics card standards it was like particularly hammered by all the prouse price gouging uh crypto bullshit of the last few years meaning it spent a lot of its lifetime being essentially misappropriated into financial slavery um oh when God. it should have been when it should have been the the cheap but good graphics card that everyone was waiting for at the time kind of like the um the cave troll in Fellowship of the Rings. I always felt really sorry for him. I reckon he was just trying to live a life of eating mushrooms. Like, no, you're gonna you punch people for all this. <laughs> you smash these hobbits. Yeah, that yeah. graphics card never wanted to. No, it didn't. My um, time. <laughs> I also have a slightly closer relationship to this GPU than I do with most because back when I worked at a different publishing company, um, I won't say which one, but it rhymes with Blucher. Uh, yeah. One of one of my one of my duties was to every single day look up RTX 3060 Ti pricing and availability, like links, uh, for all of the US and UK, and update a big list of places you could, or more likely could not buy it. So, in addition to 
indirectly, indirectly causing me suffering um, through having to maintain that list, I've seen up close the suffering of this graphics card and at length. So well, it must have been really cool. You went through an ordeal together in a way. Yeah, yeah. So now it's just uh, it, it, it can at least now it can rest. <laughs> it can. <laughs> so, I'm just good. imagining its funeral in the rain with bagpipes. No. And you're very much pressing F. Oh, goodbye, NVIDIA GeForce RTX 3060 Ti. We grieve you, but what is grief if not love <laughs> persevering? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking like... of grief, fancy a trip to the tower? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mega tower for us this week. Yeah, right? um, yeah, but I'm gonna. You're actually being flown uh, flown out to meet me in uh, unmarked government helicopters, um, and you arrive in a field uh, in the Midwest. It's approaching dusk, and I'm there with a very grim face and I gesture behind me uh, to where an enormous, uh, like featureless chrome Stetson squats over the landscape. Uh, and my FBI handler, no, it's probably CIA, I don't know, someone even secreter, comes up and says that's the alien spaceship. Um, they've been studying the electronic wireless show uh, and have come to Earth to uh, evaluate us via our understanding of PC games concepts. Unfortunately, uh, they have a very specific mode of communication which only you three are qualified uh, to interpret. So you're taken up into the spaceship and behind a plexiglass screen are like these massive octopuses and they're using as glove puppets uh, cloned brainless cowboys. Um, oh my fridge... God. Yeah, I know, it's awful. There's a massive fridge of them. They've all been like grown in vats by the government, but it's okay, they're, they're grown without minds. Um, <clears throat> but the aliens are using them as puppets and they've also got big foam tins of beans. Um <laughs> And they're going to try and explain <laughs> some PC gaming concepts to you, and you've got to interpret what they are, arrival style. Is this entire concept okay. based on uh, Stunlock Holmes's doodle? Of, yes, it is. <laughs> of, <laughs> of, <laughs> of the arrival Stunlock, baby. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Stunlock's doing my job now. Okay, so here's the first one. Um, and I'll just describe it as cowboys and beans, so as to, you know, not to give you too much of a glimpse of the horrifying uh, visceral stuff going on behind the curtain. Okay. So, uh, so these are, just like, concepts. Yeah. Imagine it as, um, like, charades, but with cowboys and beans. Okay. Okay. So uh, one has got a cowboy being uh, sold a really big exciting tin of like really nutritious beans by a big cowboy and he takes the beans and he opens the can but it's only half full and he kind of shrugs and then turns to the bigger cowboy who has a big grin and a long series of tiny one bean tins that he's prepared to sell to the cowboy for a dollar each <laughs> what concept is this is, is it dlc uh, no, try, Alice. What's your guess? Wait, say it's again. Got, He's for a so dollar the cowboy, each. 
opens his exciting tin of beans, which he's bought for $10, only to find it's only half full of beans, and the rest are being sold for a dollar each. And like some of them will have a bean in, these little tiny tins. Some of them will just have a tiny little rolled up new colour uh, label. Oh. Are, they, are they loot boxes? It is. Uh. Loot beans. I would have also accepted microtransactions. Um, okay. There we go. Okay. Next, two cowboys both want to eat the same tin of beans, but their forks keep clashing. So a wiser elder cowboy... Um, <laughs> Slides a, a specially machined sheet of a cowman. Slides a specially machined sheet of perspex down the centre of the can, so each of the cowboys can sit on their side eating their beans from their half of the can, and they can still see through the perspex how many beans are in the other cowboy's half and if they need help. But they're each on their own side of the can. Uh, uh, drop in, screen. drop out, co-op. <laughs> I'll accept it's split screen co-op, but I'll accept it. Oh. Okay, here's here's another one. There's a queue of cowboys, and they're each being given a tin of beans to eat while going over an obstacle course. And there's oh also God. pirates lying in the mud under the obstacle course, <laughs> thrusting their sabres up at random points. So the cowboys are like trying to pick their way through the obstacle course, eating their beans with their hands. But if a pirate gets them, they slap the tin out of their hands and they have to go back with their injuries uh, where they're given a slightly sturdier tin of beans to try again. Um, a slightly sturdy... Oh, is it like a Souls-like or roguelike? It's a roguelike, yes. Hooray! <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think the problem is that like we take this too seriously, so we're not concentrating on the absurdity of the beans. <laughs> okay, so two two more. Uh, this one is a cowboy is uh, standing, looking out over. Well, you're gonna have. I mean, it's just a you know brainless cowboy corpse looking into the dark corner of a sterile uh, interrogation room. But actually, he's looking over the Grand Canyon, and he's got a big can of adventurer's beans. Uh, which are said to make you hardy and love the outdoors and excited for adventure. But the cowboy is very feeble and timid and he doesn't want to leap down the wall of the canyon. He wants to take the safe route down and he feels this is really out of sync with the lifestyle the beans were promising him. Out of sync with the lifestyle the beans were promising him. Yeah, like these are beans. Say, so if you eat these beans, you're going to be like ten Theodore Roosevelts in the body of one man. But he's just—he's a, a very circumspect cowboy, and it's a really steep canyon. He doesn't want to risk breaking a bone. So, despite the fact these beans are adventure beans, he's just not blank to type. It don't—it makes sense to go down the canyon sensibly, no matter what the beans say. That's right. It's Ludo narrative dissonance. Oh my god. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> and finally, a cavorting cowboy in velvet motley on a sort of pathetic frontier vaudeville stage on a wagon outside a brutal mining town entertaining seven frostbitten bastards uh, by waving around images of beans that will be released. 
uh, in the months to come. Uh, and he interviews like a bean merchant and like, you know, a molasses These aliens maker. have a lot of props. Oh yeah, they're incredible. And he says, well, that was the summer of beans. See you for the bean awards. Oh God. This is, this is Jeff cowboy Lee. Yeah, it's, just, it's the aliens expressing their love of Jeff Keighley's Summer of Games. <laughs> oh, God, I want him to do a Summer of Beans so bad. <laughs> well, the aliens, thank you for your, the, your time. They're going to leave you with a, a lifetime supply of Aces Rog alloys. Because <laughs> they'll always be Earth's alloys. Aww. Oh, God, thanks. Thanks to Nate and the alien and Jeff Keeney. Stumbuck <laughs> All that is left now is to do some recommendations because we come to the end of the podcast, thank Christ, and uh, <laughs> every week we recommend something that is not a video game. James, we'll start with you because we never start with you. What are you recommending this week? Oh, um... So ma- many many episodes ago, I recommended uh, Attitude Super Leaves Olive Shower Gel. Mm. This time, I am recommending Attitude Super Leaves Olive Hand Soap, which may or may not just be the exact same liquid, but in one of those mm. little squirty bottles that you press down. Uh, but that is, you know, a superior form factor for next to the sink hand soap, and <laughs> it will keep you, or at least very specific part of you, at the end of your arms. Smelling like olives for longer. <laughs> will, it, will it make your hands as soft as Gaben? Uh, I, I don't think anyone... I don't think any soap is that good. I don't know why I've really harped on that, haven't I? That, that's really... I've enjoyed him. That's stapled itself to my forehead somehow, hasn't it? Um, very good. Uh, I am going to recommend, especially to our American friends who are listening to uh, look up some of the highlights of this year's Eurovision Song Contest. It is an extremely silly uh, and very political competition. Um, And this year, the People's Princess was the Finnish entry, which is called Cha Cha Cha. And it's so good. It's great. So look up Cha Cha Cha. Um, The Australian entry was also great. They were sort of like a kind of throwback noughties glam rock band with synth i yeah um just a lot going on this year some great stuff uh yeah but definitely look at finland he had a great costume as well there's fan art of him someone made a costume for their cat great i can't believe i missed eurovision this year it was in liverpool because um it was won by ukraine last year um, and they obviously could not host, so oh. we just said we'd do it. I don't know. So it's in Liverpool. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, oh, I totally missed that. They did a medley oh. of previous winners doing songs by people from like Liverpool and Liverpool area, and actually there was a fucking absolutely fantastic cover of Atomic Kitten. <laughs> really? Which song? Yeah. Um, you can make me whole again. Uh, that yeah, I could see that being good. It was, was great. It was great. It was the lad with the jumpers, if you remember him. Um. Anyway, yeah, 
look up some Eurovision clips. It's ridiculous. Uh, but there you go. Um, Nate, what are you recommending this week? Uh, so this week it's just a stern look at everyone who didn't follow my recommendation last week and immediately watched the film RRR because it's still pretty much what I've been thinking about constantly uh, nearly two weeks after having seen it. All right. That's <laughs> pretty straightforward. <laughs> it's just so you. good. <laughs> I'm being pilled. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, then. Well, uh, that brings an end to this week's episode of the Electronic Wireless Show. I'm going to plump for 16. I think it's 16. Uh, Rock, Paper, Shotguns, PC Gaming Podcast, and the only podcast you need, in my opinion, which is that of Alice Bell, and I've been joined by James Archer and Nate Crowley. I can't remember what your shot shot nicknames were. Um, if you want more Rock, Paper, Shotgun, you can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok just by searching Rock, Paper, Shotgun. We have a sister podcast called the Indie Discovery Podcast, where three of our other uh, nice pals from Rock Paper Shotgun talk about indie games. And uh, we have lots of other fun stuff going on as well. So for all your PC gaming needs, go to www.rockpapershotgun.com. But for now, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from... Oh, I can't remember. It was Cold Cuts, wasn't it? For you, or yeah, cold, cold ham? Cold cuts. Cold ham. <laughs> cold ham. And oh, yeah! <laughs> and what were you, James? I said the dog, but then Nate said something really grim. <laughs> Death March. Death March. <laughs> <laughs> Attention! <laughs>